Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Tuesday. So much to talk about live in Los Angeles. It's the Hurt. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thank you for making us part of your day. A lot of choices out there. Nick Wright, who will come with nuance on the Kansas City Chiefs in one hour from now. J-Mac, you know, what is fun about sports is a lot of times you think, you know, we can't relate to athletes. But, in the, you know, NBA guys are 6'9", they're 7 feet. Um, you know, a baseball player throws a ball 100 miles an hour. But in football, it does speak to us and relate to us. Half the league is undrafted. Small schools, overlooked, injured, having to go to work hurt or play in the rain. Mm. I do think NFL's a little more relatable. Most of us guys played some level of sports. A lot of us played high school football. We weren't stars either. (laughs) So I'm going to start the show today with relatability. Jimmy Garoppolo took nothing but crap as he guided the Niners to the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like a movie star. Jimmy Garoppolo was traded for and rich. He was coveted. Most men aren't. Brock Purdy is you overlooked, called Mr. Irrelevant, not making really any relative to the salaries of the NFL money. What a story that's relatable. But let's be honest about both Garoppolo, who you criticized, 
constantly blamed as a scapegoat for every loss, and Brock Purdy, who you demanded need to be in the MVP chatter. During the Super Bowl run for Garoppolo, he had one great offensive player. One. His leading receiver was Kendrick Bourne. He went to Eastern Washington University, where I went. <laughs> okay? He had George Kittle. He didn't have Christian McCaffrey. Debo was a kid, a rookie. Didn't have Brandon Ayuk. Didn't have Trent Williams. It was a dis defensive squad. They were thin on offense. Brock Purdy, the relatable guy, his Super Bowl run, has five pro bowlers on offense. It's arguably the greatest collection of offensive talent at skill positions in my life. The best running back since Walter Payton, Hall of Fame left tackle Trent Williams, the chess piece, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, PFF says he's the second best receiver in the league, and George Kittle. He had a stacked deck. Yet in the Super Bowl, both outplayed Garoppolo and Purdy, both outplayed Mahomes early, both had a 10-point lead, both lost to Mahomes, and both were outplayed late. Yet Garoppolo was blamed for it. Purdy, I thought he was good. That Shanahan held him down. Go back to that Super Bowl. Remember the pass Jimmy Garoppolo late in the Super Bowl missed on? I can't believe it. They should have won. Mahomes is a nobody. This pass cost them the Super Bowl. Wide open. Not really. Wide open. I can't believe that long throw ball carries in the air for, oh, I don't know, 55 yards in the air. He missed him by two. What a bum. Garoppolo took all the heat. Let's go to Sunday. Brock Purdy, a much shorter throw to an equally wide open wide receiver. It didn't hardly get press coverage. Pretty wide open. Time to throw. Misses Ayuk. And then later, misses Debo badly. Again, shorter throws. Easier throws to make. Look how bad he misses. A touchdown here. That's a short throw. That's not a 55-yard throw in the air. He missed two. And what's even more interesting is if you examine Purdy with a loaded offensive roster through 27 starts and Garoppolo with George Kittle through 27. It's the same guy. Brock is simply more efficient. Both went 21-6. and six. Both completed 67% of their throws. Both throw for 248 yards a game. Brock has a higher passer rating and a little more efficient. Yeah, I would be too. With Christian McCaffrey and Debo and Ayuk and Trent Williams through 27 starts. But you don't look like Garoppolo. You weren't traded for, made rich. You weren't coveted. Brock Purdy is us, and we like us. It's hard to relate to a seven foot two NBA guy or a baseball pitcher that pitches 100 miles an hour. But football players get hit. They work in rain, snow. They play hurt. We have to go to work when we don't feel good. We feel sometimes irrelevant, like Mr. Irrelevant. Garoppolo was blamed for everything. Shanahan takes all the heat when Purdy struggles. I'm just saying, add some context. That's why I often defended Garoppolo and why I'm viewed as often critical of Purdy.
what did they have to work with? Here's a story that is massively overblown. And let me start by saying I've been doing this for 30 years, radio and television. And yet I don't know what a single button or lever does in the control room. If the staff yelled in my ear, we have a graphics problem, I'd be like, awesome, fix it. I don't know any of the buttons. And yet I've been in this profession for 30 years. Why? Because Fox and my former bosses at ESPN knew I was good talking to a microphone and didn't want to clutter up my head with stuff that they could pay other people to do. Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan are paid to know the overtime rules. Be careful how much you put on the players. So the most overblown story is that the, the players for the Niners didn't know the overtime rules. Um, it should be noted, McCole Hardman caught the winning touchdown pass for Kansas City. He didn't know the game was over. He didn't know the game was over. People are making it sound like the overtime rules were a huge deviation. Like the official goes to the players and says, okay, guys, you can no longer use your hands here. We're playing soccer. Or the official says, all right, from now on, touchdowns are worth three, field goals worth seven. No, instead, Kyle said, we'll take the ball first. My defense is gas. They were just on the field. And let's generate a long drive and score. And they did, and they did. But only a field goal and not a touchdown. What he wanted was the ball if Kansas City came back to score so Kyle would get the final possession potentially. And I defend that. Kyle knew the rules and so did Andy Reid. They had both talked to their analytic specialists. I have news for you. The guy conducting the orchestra doesn't know how to play the clarinet when your basement gets flooded you ask your wife are we covered you don't know your insurance plan champ she's doing most of the work i've got an accountant i make a good living i don't know the rules colin that's different you pay an accountant and the niners pay andy reed and shanahan to know it I was told this years ago by a very smart coach, not sure if he'd want it repeated. He said, I try to simplify the game. These are 23-year-olds. It's hard enough to figure out what to do with the line of scrimmage. They don't need to know everything. Almost how we treat our kids sometimes. And these players are kids. They're 22, they're 23, they're 24. You want them to play hard and you want them to play fast. You go to overtime. I'd say defensive guys, make sure you tackle. Offensive guys, catch, run, and score. The rules apply. Earlier this year, Tua at the microphone detailed one play. This is one play in the fastest sport we have in America between the most physically daunting men trying to hurt each other. This is one play of a game. I can give you guys a play, and then if you guys want to repeat it after me, as if you guys were in the huddle, you guys can. All right. Should I go once or twice saying it? Once. Once? All right. We got North Right Clamp, South Fox, H-Top Pass, 38 Top Gumby, XP Sweat. Let's go. Anyone? That's one play in a crowded stadium where you can barely hear. They have 60 of them. You're also supposed to know audibles. I want to clog up your head as a 24-year-old with overtime rules? Kyle Juszczyk went to Harvard. He's a smart guy. 
Listen to what he said he knew about the rules. You know what? I didn't even realize that the the playoff rules were different in overtime, so I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win, but I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really... I don't totally know the strategy there. Something you guys have talked about? No. No, we haven't talked about it, no. Yeah. I don't really know the strategy there. Coaches are paid to do the game plans and have the strategy. Defensive guys tackle. Offensive guys catch, run, and don't fumble. This idea that every player knows everything. You want to know why the overtime rules are confusing for professional football players? Because they change them every year. I've been doing this for 35 years. The overtime in college is a circus. It's ridiculous. It's like a seven-on-seven drill. You can play for hours. It's absurd. I prefer the NFL, but they change it perpetually. This idea that you're supposed to know everything about everybody. I got news for you, sports writer. Your editor, your editor knows when they're going to let you go or resign you probably six months to a year before they do, and you have no idea, and that's your career. We don't know what our bosses are thinking. We don't know every part of our company. We don't know front and back what our accountant knows about our money or what our insurance policy details. We pay people to do it. It's okay if every player doesn't know. McCall Hardman, no idea it was the game-winning touchdown. You know what he knew? Catch! You know what he knew? The play call! That's all that mattered. The winning team didn't know the rules, but they knew the play calls. They knew where to be and when to go and when to catch and not to drop and not to fumble. I can't tell you, I've been watching football forever. There is one rule that drives me crazy that players don't know. Now, most do, but young guys, not veteran guys, but young guys occasionally make this mistake. You ever seen like an offensive player go down and he's untouched? As a defensive player, you're supposed to come over and touch him. Right, You touch him to make sure he's down. I see it every game 15 times on Sunday that an offensive player will catch it, roll down to the ground without being touched, and he'll get up and run, and a defensive player could have just touched him. That drives me crazy. But this labyrinth of new overtime rules that young men who are trying to memorize a playbook that's the size of the San Antonio phone book, and you're going to just pile on overtime rules, I got the players back. Defensive guys, tackle. Offensive guys, catch, run, don't fumble, and score. I'm good with that. The winning team, the winning team, McCall Hardman, didn't know he caught the winning touchdown. Reed knew, Shanahan knew, and by the way, Mahomes seemed to know, and I'm okay with that. All right, J-Mac. A reality check for America. A reality check. I thought it was funny this morning also. They showed all the Super Bowl favorites for next year. <laughs> it's all the same teams. It, it's funny. I really like that take you had on the, you know, on, on the uh, overtime rules. Much better than your Purdy take to open the show. Goodness gracious. <laughs> the slander continues. You're just pot committed to bashing Brock Purdy. Who, no. I mean, all he does is win and get to the Super Bowl yeah, and the yeah. NFC Championship game. Oh, yeah. oh, Garoppolo did as well. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. 
And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. By the way, another number we didn't put on the screen. Through 27 starts, Brock Purdy has averaged 29.1 points a game with a loaded five Pro Bowl offense. Jimmy G has averaged 28.9 points with just George Kittle. Two-tenths of a point less over 27 starts. Two-tenths of a point less. Purdy with far more Hall of Fame level talent. We like what we relate to. Um, so there's a question this morning. I roll my eyes at this stuff. Some of the overblown reactions. Will Kyle Shanahan eventually need a fresh start? No, he actually needs a star quarterback. Nobody's beaten Mahomes. Mike Tomlin's a very good football coach, and Big Ben's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Together, they were pretty irrelevant the last seven, eight years as a playoff team. Why? Because of an old Tom Brady and a young Patrick Mahomes. It's what LeBron did to other great Eastern Conference stars. Or what Nick Saban did to other SEC powers. In my lifetime, I've seen it time and time again. Great shrinks good. Great gobbles up. Very good. 
Amazon did it with good retailers. Netflix has done it with very good streamers. And the NFL has done it with other very good sports. Everything now compared to the NFL is tiny. NBA, baseball, college sports feel niche, boutique, cute. That's what big does. It shrinks good. I'm being told now Josh Allen's not very good because he can't beat Mahomes. And Lamar Jackson, he'll never win the big game. Really? Lamar's the most athletic quarterback I've ever seen, and Josh Allen is second only to Mahomes in pure talent. Maybe ever. And Kyle Shanahan's been to four of the last five conference championships with Jimmy G and Purdy. Do you know the last coach to get to four out of five conference championships without winning a Super Bowl? Andy Reid. Think he can coach a little? Stop with this nonsense about fresh starts and it's time to go. Kyle Shanahan wanted Matt Stafford. The Rams got him. Kyle Shanahan wanted Brady. Fox Sports got him. He knows the truth. He's probably never going to beat Mahomes or maybe Josh Allen or potentially Joe Burrow or Lamar with a C-plus, B-minus quarterback talent. I defended Garoppolo, and I'm tougher on Purdy, but toe-to-toe, -to -toe, they outplay Mahomes early, and it doesn't matter. With a more stacked roster, it doesn't matter. Fresh start, maybe a new star quarterback's the answer, but San Francisco has behind the scenes gone after Stafford, Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady. There's no new fresh start needed. SEC teams just kept firing, firing, firing. Alabama and Saban were the best ever. Eastern Conference teams trading, firing. LeBron in his prime, arguably the best ever. And when I watch Mahomes put the trophy count aside, I've never seen any NFL player that good ever. Tiger Woods kept a lot of guys from a green jacket or a U.S. Open doesn't mean they couldn't play, but when you get the best ever at anything, great shrinks, even very good. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I don't know if I'm ready for this, Colin, but the Chiefs could potentially three-peat next season. Has not been done in the NFL before, three in a row. Patrick Mahomes was asked on Monday how he would feel if they were able to pull off the three-peat. Here's what he said. It's legendary. I mean, just um, to be able to, no one's ever done it. And uh, we knew it's legendary to win back-to-back. -back. I think eight other teams have done it. Um, we had heard it all week. We had talked to the guys about it, and we felt like we had the, the best opportunity that we had ever had to, to go out there and do that. I mean, all you can do is come back next year with a fresh mindset, knowing it's going to be even harder. Um, and uh, we got to continue to play our best football. Uh, we'll celebrate these next few weeks, and then we'll get right back at it. How lucky is the NFL? That's the face of the franchise. Yeah. Likeable. Unbelievably likable. My wife, likable. Now, hey. my wife even likes. She was rooting for Kansas City. And my I'm family like, was. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor my Swift. wife's like, I like his wife. Have you seen her new Sports Illustrated? You've mentioned that two days my, in a row. I've not wife, seen it. My wife is like, oh, she's adorable. I really like them. Oh, pro athlete marries an adorable girl. Shocker. Well, it, they've been going out for a long time before oh, nice. he was Patrick Mahomes, wow, the legend. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a, listen, the Chiefs are very likable. I that's think they the are. Problem. That's the problem. Here. What do you mean it's a problem? Well, you know, we need some new teams in there. We need, to, we need a little Jets act. 
action. We need some new teams <laughs> we really taking don't. down. By the way, do you ever have a T-bone steak for breakfast? How come you eat the same four things? I don't eat the same four things for breakfast. I'm, I told you, I go with a different word every day on Wordle. Uh, I like new I stuff. I went for a different word uh, this morning because of you. Oh, did I'm having an impact on you. And it was a stupid word, oh. yacht, and I used a Y, and it was a waste of time, and it took me six tries there to get you, it. Okay. All I right. like going back to my word. You screwed my life Let's up. Let's not go with yacht, which is probably where your mind is at. What are you going on, a yacht vacation? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, all right, next story. Now, this is interesting. I don't know if anybody else is on this, Colin. So, Brandon Ayuk had a really good season. Great. However... In the Super Bowl, three catches for 49 yards. And then he went on Instagram Mm -hmm. and cryptically posted, don't forget what got you here. Yeah. And it gets worse. His brother went on Instagram and was saying some stuff. And now his girlfriend is also saying stuff about, you know, basically, I had a good run in San Francisco. I'm ready to move up. Like, Brandon Ayuk's camp seems very unhappy. Time out. His brother said, thank you. My brother is grateful. B.A. to Vegas. I don't know what's going on, but... Let me just ask you. I would not let him go. Debo and Kittle can get banged up. And McCaffrey, how long can he be this insane workhorse? I I would move off Kittle way... You're not moving off Kittle. He's okay. making $15 million, and that is a lot for a tight end who had a bad drop in the playoffs and was invisible in the Super Bowl. Well, wait a minute. How was Kittle invisible in the Super Bowl, but Ayuk wasn't? Three catches? No, Come he on. was. The difference is one isn't making 15 lar- yards, what? and one isn't. Right now, Brandon Ayuk is a top three receiver. All of his best years are ahead of him. He is not a top three receiver. PFF had him too. So what? Come on. He's not. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Is one. Jamar Chase. Two, uh, three. I mean, hell. I can't say Puka Nakua. But you know what? Cooper Cup. There's about- a lot of really top five receivers. Tyreek Hill. Okay. Come on. Uh, by the way, isn't this what Dak, top receiver, C.D. Lamb, little shot at Dak, average quarterback, great receiver. What is Brandon Ayuk really saying? He's saying what we said yesterday, or I said. You can't go into a game with Kittle, Ayuk, and Debo, and your quarterback can't get the ball to them. It's not good enough. Okay, timeout. First of all, uh, on Ayuk. He's in heading into the last year of his deal. That's right. Per, per spot track, his base salary is fourteen million this year. I'm not and letting he's a free him go. Agent. So he's worth every penny. He's essentially saying, "I'm not going into this all, the next season without a new contract." And it sounds like his camp is like, "Let's get the hell out of San Francisco." I think they're going to give him a new contract, and I think Kittle. Keep your eye on the Kittle situation. So the good news is you can pay him because you're not paying Purdy. Purdy's making like eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's week. right. That's right. So you can pay Ayuk, but are, do you want? Someone with this kind of attitude Listen, to give them the money and C. then complain that a diva receiver? Did the same. We just know that wide receivers, first to break the huddle, historically wide receivers want the ball. They're not as dependent on other players. A quarterback's dependent on a run game, a coach, a left tackle, a coordinator. Wide receiver breaks the huddle. It's like, bro, it's me and him. Throw it up. Devontae Adams is a wonderful guy. He's been very critical of the Raiders, and I love Devontae. Stephon Diggs, I love him. Sometimes a little drama. I bake in, for the wide receiver position, I bake in a little bit of this. I'm okay with it. Now, I thought Des Bryant was destructive to the chemistry. T.O. destructive. We're not there yet, correct. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to... I could, guys that I love in the, I think Devontae Adams, one of the best players in the league, have his back 100%. He's been outspoken. It's okay. Well, well, you have a right to an opinion as a wide receiver. Let me ask you, what can you get for Brandon Ayuk on the trade market? Because I, 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 you're a saying lot. I don't want, oh, now we're talking. So 
Listen, we just saw the Rams, and I'm not going to keep using Puka. Fifth-round pick, and he is a stud. Zay Flowers, first round of the Ravens. He was their best receiver all season. Why would I pay Brandon Ayuk top dollar? I know he's good. When I can go in the draft and, and try to find another receiver. Try and find a Brandon Ayuk? Brandon Ayuk is sensational. He's talent. very, very good. I get that. He's awesome. You want to keep him. He's a top but not five a top receiver. dollar, and not if him and his family are going to be blasting the organization. Well, I would go to him and media. say, can we, hey, listen, you can't control brothers and sisters and moms. It's just the way life is. Steph Curry, remember a few years ago, Steph Curry, people in his family, somebody was talking. It's like, you can't control every family member. You would like to, but you can't. But they're probably, nah, are they speaking for him? We don't know. We, we don't. don't know. But I think, again, I've seen this. You would prefer your brother, your sister, but they're doing it out of love. By the way, they're, Rasheed Rice on the Chiefs, they drafted him. He was. A, you called him a number one all season. I don't know if he's a number one. He was fine. He was really good. Right? You can find receivers, Colin. I, I like Ayuk a lot. He's very good. No. I, I think we're going to be discussing potential <laughs> trades. I mean, honestly, if, 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 if Bryce Young and the Panthers said, hey, we need Ayuk. We'll give up a, a, a one and a three. I'm doing it on a heartbeat. Well, no, I don't no, know. No, if I, could, if rich, I could get a one, if I could get. Now, the a, Panthers a, don't have their one this year. Right. But if I so could, could get. Yeah. I mean, I listen, I, I'm just saying Brandon Ayuk on the market. There'll be a lot of bidders. Devontae Adams on the market. There could be a lot of bidders. I know Purdy's not Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill and has now won two. I, I'm not saying Purdy's Mahomes. Now let's know. just stop this. Oh, okay. That's totally different. <laughs> okay. That is totally different. Mahomes just... can lose everybody but Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. He go into Brady lost everybody. He lost Randy Moss. He lost Wes Welker. Brady and Mahomes are different. They're just LeBron James has run through teammates. He won in LA, he won in Cleveland, he won in Miami. LeBron's different. Mahomes is different. Agreed. Uh, final story, Mac Jones' time in New England looks like it's over. After three seasons, it is reportedly likely that Jones will be on a new team next season. He had a promising rookie year, ending with a Pro Bowl bid, but followed up with back-to-back -back duds. Um, Jones is expected to be on the trade block. I'll, I'll be honest. Okay. Uh, so, so Zach Wilson's on the block. Mac Jones is on the block. Mac, Do you want Mac, 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 Mac and Will Jones? Mac Jones. You want Mac and Row Jones? Yes. Go look at his rookie year functional. He's all yours. I'm not saying I want him. I'm saying you gave me the Zach Mack. Yeah, I would, I would take Zach Wilson. <laughs> not well, your, I mean, obviously, you got to have the right Not OC. your best take. I, well, again, Mac Jones, how many times did he bench this year? More times than Zach Wilson? Okay, okay. Probably. <laughs> okay. One of them had a, an offense that was literally named a defensive coordinator, an offensive coordinator. Mac Jones... It was as if they were they were hoping he failed. I mean that that Zach Wilson had opportunities, a number one receiver. Zach Wilson yeah, had opportunities. Speaking of offensive coordinators, who was his in New York this year? Oh, that's right. It was that Nat Hackett character. Well, let's be nice. I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm but neither of these guys is a starter, but I, I just don't know like what the market is for Mac Jones. I'm not I'm not giving up a top I'm not even giving up a fifth round pick for no. Mac Jones. No, thank you. I'm giving up a fifth round pick for Mac Jones. He got to the playoffs as a rookie. Boy, is a GM with some of these moves? You're going to be candid like a year or two. I mean, well, mostly get canned anyway outside yeah, of the guy too. in Kansas City. <laughs> All right, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Oh, now this is interesting. So there's so much good stuff today. Nick Wright, top of the show. Uh, hour number two. It's so much fun. Now, by tomorrow, we're going to have to pivot to something. But the, the, the day after the Super Bowl and then the day after the day after the Super Bowl are so much fun for me. So get ready. So what are we in mid to late February, J-Mac? I don't keep track of the date. What is it, the 14th? It's 15th? almost Valentine's Day. You oh, probably need to know that 14th is tomorrow. Date. Yes. 
So tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So today's the 13th. Is that what we got today? Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so in two months and about a week, we have the NFL draft. And, folks, it's already starting. The Caleb Williams talk. So a report from Mike Garoppolo. Uh, Garoppolo, we know Mike, very hard worker, NFL Network reported. The Washington Commanders are exploring as a number two pick moving up to get Caleb Williams number one. Not a surprise. Also, Merrill Hodge, who I know and respect, he's right a lot. His evaluation of Caleb Williams. He said, first of uh, we have sound of this. And Merrill Hodge, Merrill Hodge thought C.J. Stroud was better than Bryce Young. He didn't like Johnny Manziel when everybody at ESPN was slobbering over him. He didn't buy into the Jadavian Clowney. Merrill Hodge works his butt off, knows his stuff, never clickbait, never goes with a company line. Merrill Hodge is an independent thinker. I have absolute respect. Doesn't mean he's always right. It's impossible to be always right. But he's taken big swings on big picks, and he's been right a lot more than he's been wrong. So he has real concerns about Caleb Williams. The one thing that I that is clear he is not special he is not something unique like a Patrick Mahomes first of all his ability to throw on the run is very disturbing it is very inaccurate it's all over the place Um, there's a ton a ton of RPO which nobody's going to RPO themselves to a Super Bowl in our league okay they're seeing that in Miami okay you do got to push the ball down the field now there are times that he does and he does that well he doesn't play. He doesn't play with a lot of in- anticipation because of all the clean pockets that exist in him. So it's interesting, and it did make me pause. There's also a young man out there named Matt Miller. He's a draft analyst for the NFL. Respect him a lot. Puts in a lot of time. He had something this weekend. It was just a little blurb on him, and it it, it really made me think. He said Caleb tends to lean into the spectacular. He won't take the layups. And that one, combined with Merrill Hodge, made me go, "Uh uh-oh, am I overvaluing a USC quarterback again? When I trust you, and I know you, and you work hard, and you're both kind of saying the same thing, and you watch more tape than me, it does make me pause. One of the things I've said about Mahomes, Mahomes can be spectacular, but he loves the layups and hits all of them. Michael Jordan loved the spectacular, but he was great and fond of 16-footers. Caleb Williams tends to lean into the spectacular. But Kansas City, the Chiefs, are 24-0 the last two years when Mahomes completes 65% or more, meaning Andy dials up nine-yarders, Mahomes hits them, misses occasionally on the spectacular, hits occasionally on the spectacular, but he always, always takes the layups. PFF has Mahomes, number one in the league, throws zero to nine yards. He's number three in the league, 10 to 19. So Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league at the easier stuff. Because though he can be spectacular, he doesn't lean into it. He simply pursues it when it's needed They're trailing, it's fourth down, 
and it's the option that saves the team. So Merrill Hodge respect him. Matt Miller much respect as well. Both offering some some caution flags on Caleb Williams. I once overvalued another USC quarterback. I think Caleb is more talented than Sam Darnold. I think his escapability is unique. Um, I do think um, he can be a little frenetic on his accuracy. I've talked to other people about that. But when smart people who are right a lot say things, as I always say, let's get it right, not try to be right, I may have to reevaluate my number one pick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I just made me, all I'm saying is I went between Merrill and Matt, I'm going I'm to slow down just a little bit. By the way, um, you remember who sat on the couch yesterday and was talking to us off air about quarterbacks? What he said, right? I don't want to get into that right now. I mean, I'm not calling. I mean, it was, it was a good very, take. I, I echoed it. And I gave one of those. You, you listening to him, Coward? I gave one of those. We, who did we have on the couch yesterday? Sanchez. Okay, well, let's not get into what he talked about. I'm not, but it, it was, was part of the draft. It was very, he had a very interesting take. I'll let him say it if he wants to later. Yeah, but I'm just saying there's, there are people out there who that, like this draft for quarterbacks a lot. And, and like many beyond just the favorite. You remember, by the way, I asked our producer this. What happened the last time Mahomes lost a playoff game? You remember who it was to? Let me think. Burrow? Burrow and the Bengals. Do you remember why they lost it? Patrick Mahomes went YOLO in overtime. They won the coin toss. That's right. And Mahomes chucked a deep one down the field. That's great. That's right. Pinged around, intercepted, and they lose. Mahomes threw one YOLO pass in the Super Bowl. Remember the deep one on third down? Intercepted. Rest of the game, check down, Charlie. All the short stuff. You don't make mistakes on those. And that's how you win games. Not the spectacular over-the-top plays. Because a lot of people, because of their age, their young, did not see Jordan play in his prime. And the truth was with Jordan, he was an automatic two on mid-range. Mid-range assassin. And then you get these highlights. He gave you about one play a game that you were like, okay, I've never seen that. And two more that were elevated beyond average players. But Michael would give you 14 mid-range jumpers. Michael was a machine. Kobe was always a bit more artistic. He would come down and kind of ad-lib, although Kobe had his spots. Michael had like three base moves. They were, it was like Bill Walsh's offense with the Niners. Only 12 plays. You couldn't stop them. Michael had three set moves, and I mean, they were, he had every step down. You could not stop Michael. Michael would tell you, this is what I'm doing, and you couldn't stop it. Kobe was a little more, I'm going to ad lib here, although he had some spots he liked. So, I mean, it, it is you Mahomes remember? is more mechanical than you think. Well, he's become mechanical. They are evolving as an offense, Colin. Remember, with Tyreek Hill, it was chuck and duck, big explosive plays. I saw one of the producers yesterday, and I said, oh, what do you think of the Super Bowl? And he said, you know, basically everybody we were watching it with was like, this is boring. There's no explosive plays. I mean, other than the pass back by Jennings to McCaffrey, there wasn't a lot of juice no. in that game. It was a very tight, not a lot of deep throws down the field. I mean... I don't want to say it was boring, but until the fourth quarter in overtime, it was kind of a boring game. Is that okay to say? Well, I thought up until halftime, uh, it was um, missed opportunities. I had said going into it, my favorite bet was the under. It, which hit by half a point, right? Yeah, and, I, and I said, I think we're going to have a lot of yards. I don't think we're going to have a lot of touchdowns because Kansas City's secondary is filthy good. 
And I don't think um, and Kansas City's offense yes. is very limited. So I felt we'd have yards, and the, co- the offensive coaching is so brilliant, you would have yards. Yeah. You're going to have plays. I didn't think we'd have a lot of touchdowns. And I, it, the game looked a lot like I thought. I thought Kansas City would do more early, and San Francisco maybe would do more late. Yeah. But in the end, I thought, I'm not looking for three and a half hours of perfect. If you give me a great ending, I've seen, I mean, I've seen a lot of movies – Pretty good early, great late. We call them great movies. If if the end of the book and the end of the movie and the end of the game for the last 15 minutes of viewing is great, we look at it and we go, we're satisfied. Remember that Bills-Chiefs game, the crazy one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Final three minutes, there was like five touchdowns. That game is more memorable than the Super Bowl by a mile. Look, go go to LeBron's championship for Cleveland over Golden State. Oh, First six games were blowouts. Major. You remember, game seven was iconic. There were like 30-point wins in that. It was actually an awful series. It was. The story of LeBron and Cleveland was magnetic. And Game 7 was insane. And the fourth quarter of Game 7 is one of the top quarters ever. The series was mostly blowouts and, and, and just and, leaking oil. And the fourth quarter was everybody missing shots. One quick final thing on Super Bowl. In regulation, the Chiefs had one touchdown drive, Colin. And I think it was 16 yards off yeah. the muff punt. That's it. Yeah. If I told you going in, Chiefs are going to have one touchdown in regulation. <laughs> it's going to be a 16-yard drive. Oh, they're, they're not winning that game. Well, we said all year long the story of Kansas City was not Mahomes. It was the defense. And in the end, it was Mahomes with the defense. But it's, um, listen, there's a lot of different ways to win. The Tommy Brady team with Ma, uh, Randy Moss, no Super Bowls. Deion Branch got him Super Bowls. Edelman got him Super Bowls. He had Randy Moss and Wes Welker, no Super Bowls. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways. The spectacular, I mean, spectacular is Miami's offense. Justin Fields can be spectacular. Layups, tackling, continuity, low turnovers. Keep it simple, stupid. Remember? Good coaching wins the trophy. Take a break. Back in a second, The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility
eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to BlackBuffaloZero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Saturday on Fox Primetime Hoops. It's another chapter in a Big Ten rivalry as Tyson Walker leads Michigan State in a showdown against Michigan. It all tips off at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on Fox and the Fox Sports app. All right, so the Super Bowl favorites for next year. Put them up, guys. Niners, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Bengals. They squeeze the Lions in there. Believe it when I see it, but I am happy for Detroit. Oh, people say, oh, what's the point of the regular season if it's always the same teams? What I'm about to tell you is fact, not an opinion. During the New England-Brady dynasty, there was very little change at the top of the NFL, and the ratings went up and up and up. Fact, dynasties get ratings, change doesn't. I'm old enough to remember the NBA in the 70s, a new champ every year. Ratings tanked. And then Magic and Bird arrived. One or both made the NBA Finals for a decade straight. The ratings exploded. Steph and LeBron, the old heads, a couple Saturday nights ago, played an overtime game, one of the big NBA ratings of the year. Familiarity. It's the way our brains are designed. Go to your Reddit board and have a big opinion about change. It doesn't get ratings. Been doing this 30 years. Dynasties do. Familiarity does. Michigan against Alabama. That's going to get you a number. Texas, Alabama, Ohio State. Those get numbers. TCU and Boise State didn't. Sorry. March Madness. Duke loses. Kentucky loses. Kansas loses. It hurts the ratings. Over the last 21 seasons, only six quarterbacks have even made the Super Bowl from the AFC. It's going to be Mahomes, Brady, and a little Manning, a majority of them. People are creatures of habit. Same drive to work, same doctor, same dentist, same vacation spots. That's just the way people are, overwhelmingly. Again, repetition, repetition creates 
security and comfort. Security and comfort create in our brains happiness. There are people that like constant change and flux, but if you look at the demographics and the stats on wartime, anytime America's in a serious war, the sales of comfort food go up. We are seeking comfort anytime there's chaos, anytime there's uncertainty. And it works that way for sports. We say we want new. Really? You think the Houston Texans next year against the Carolina Panthers really can't wait? Pinch me. Tell me it's real. I'm not interested. I want Mahomes against the Niners again. Or maybe a Joe Burrow or a Josh Allen. And I was never bothered when the Rams met the Patriots, even though the game was bad. I got McVay and Belichick and Brady. Game, game doesn't always result in greatness, but I was okay with the teams that got there, the bright new coach and the old legendary coach and the quarterback. So everybody tells you they want change. No, they don't. March Madness, you are all rooting for Cinderella. The networks aren't. The networks want Duke to win by one in overtime against that 13 seed. But they want Duke to play in two days, not the number 13 seed. Mahomes just broke a Super Bowl record. And if he played next year and Taylor's still hanging out with Travis, Travis, he'll probably break another record. Carolina and the Texans won't. The Jags in Atlanta won't. Change is overrated. People like continuity. Continuity equals comfort. Comfort equals happiness. Give me more Chiefs Niners. I'm okay with it. Nick Wright next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.